We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Oh, so that's what you're doing. You're, yeah, there you go. You're starting the recording. I Got had it. to delete the sound check recording. Oh, it was okay. Just random, you know, stuff. I was like, "What is he doing? Why is he? De- why yeah. is he deleting the nothing that we've recorded?" Sorry, I forgot that we did the sound check earlier, where we were talking about sausages, dude. Great sausages that <laughs> Nick made. Amazing. Like, one of my favorite things to eat. Like, melted in your a mouth. a great sausage roll. It's, yeah. it's awesome. I did not bring up... I want to just point out, I did not bring up the sausages in hopes no. of the applause that just no. came. Yeah, exactly. Was, I was not baiting anyone. That and was the an, sauce. That was an all-natural thing. Dude, I literally started those at, like, one in the afternoon. Oh, oh you can tell, man. And yeah. so, like, when you guys got there at eight, that shit, that shit was so tender. It was melting your mouth. It was so food. good. I've never been let down by a meal here, dude. Great cooking always. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. I live in constant fear that at some point I'm going to, like, make something and everyone's going to be like, what the hell this is that? This is terrible. <laughs> I was afraid of, like, hell? the Russian roulette of the spicy to non-spicy. Because you were like, the the spicy ones are red, but they're covered in marinara sauce. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, this one looks red. I don't I don't know. Like, And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I threw it in there and it wasn't spicy. So it was an even better experience. I had a spicy and a non-spicy. There really wasn't that much. Yeah. One had like a minor, like a quote-unquote kick to it. Yeah. I do it because it adds like a weird robustness well, to sure the sauce. I'm sure it's great. Like... I think it I'm almost like ki- it like I'm kills. Then you're fine, bud. It like kills the spice more, but like makes the sauce yeah. a lot more flavorful. Yeah. So, just name it. I'll gladly make that. It was so easy to make, and like we had leftovers for days. Like it was so, they good. Were so good. And like even if you make more, I would even love to take one or two home. Like I love them that much. Bro. Gladly. So good. Gladly. If we were driving the Salem trip this year, I'd make us all <sighs> sausage sandwiches. <laughs> Oh my god, that does sound so good. Maybe we could even just save some money while we're over there and just do that one night. I'll just be like, fuck it, we're just gonna eat. We're just it gonna tonight. do sausage sandwiches tonight. We got the. Yeah. I, I bet we did I, do takeout last year, and we could just replace that with with like something like, simple like that, where it's like you just leave them cooking all day while we're out, and then we come home and it's ready. If they have stuff there, we'll, have, say, we'll, we'll have to bring. Do you think the later, yoga guy's gonna have a crock pot? That's what there. I'm saying. We'll bring one. We'll bring a, yeah, I'm sure the airplane guy will be will not TSA won't be like, what the hell is that? It's a crock pot. We're making sausages and bust at the Airbnb. At the Airbnb, they'd be like, you motherfucker smoking dope. Like <laughs> that, we'd sound no. ridiculous. No goodness, <laughs> dude. Speaking about um. Motherfuckers smoking dope. The people who made Spider Verse. Hold on now. Oh. Hold on now. Let's not let's not jump too far ahead in this episode, young man. <laughs> we have to Why talk not? because before we get into the Spider Verse, we need to talk about the man, the Spider Man, the Spider Man, and what he, what did he do? What he what he is to quote unquote cinema since his inception. Wow, that's true. I mean, that's I like. What does he mean to cinema? One thing I wish I could see was the first movie 
that Spider-Man, I think, was was supposed to get, um, at least over here. I know that, that there's been, like, foreign iterations. And yeah. Stuff. But apparently Toby Hooper was supposed to make a Spider-Man movie. It was all done. Yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. Right, bro. Wow. Dude, I, I think it's it's on another episode that we, like, talked about this. We brought it up, yeah. Yeah, dude. That's the one thing that I wish I could have seen. And it's made and it's out there. It's somewhere. made Someone... it's somewhere, but I... It's there's probably just like one copy, bro. It's the same. There's another one like from like the '70s where it's like him versus. It was like a like a New York art student film, but it was like a full feature film, and it was like Spider Man versus um, Craven the Hunter. Okay. Gotcha. And like there's like screen grabs of it. It allegedly premiered at like like they did like a one night screening of it at like some con, and then yeah. it was completely lost. Lost media forums are all over. I have gone on a crazy deep dive in the past, like, two weeks on, on Lost Media. Like, it's... I blame Jared, but, like, I, yeah. I don't know if you guys are into it as much, but, like, Lost Media is such a... Fu- if you need to just waste a day, Lost Media. It's worth it. It's so Because you'll be surprised what you find out there. Yeah. Some of, it, some of it's actually really good, and... Some of it's fucking some, crazy. Yeah, yeah, and there's other weird. times where you're, like, where, like, someone will post, like, hey... I remember this commercial, da 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 da, but I don't remember what it's for, where it was, but and it'll start to like click. You're like, I think I've seen that somewhere. Yeah. And you can't remember where, and then someone will, will bring it up. I have like this, this YouTuber that I watch, blame it on George, and he does like these compilations of lost media, and then sometimes he'll do like just one episode dedicated to one piece and the whole like hunt that has gone yeah. on for it. And it's so fucking fun. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If only we would go on a hunt for Toby Hooper's Spider-Man movie. Honestly. I'd be there for that. I would love to see that Lost Media so, episode. Wait, was the Toby cool. Maguire movies, were they the first, first like mainstream Spider-Man movie? Uh, I think that there was like another, like, there may have been one beforehand. Let me check. I'm, I'm not actually not sure. I want to, at least for me, yes. Like, <laughs> hands down. Like, that, that, that was the first time, other than the animated series. Like, I, yeah. I'd, I'd seen them on TV before. And maybe there had been like hour long episodes that I had seen yeah. of that show, but nothing like that. You know that first Spider Man movie back in uh, I think two thousand four or something like that. There was one from nineteen seventy seven. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay. ninety two minutes long. There you go. The first Spider Man. What was it f- called? The Amazing Spider Man. Literally Spider Man. This is Spider Man in it. <laughs> that, look, that looks cool. Though. Whoa! This has like not great reviews. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look good. This is I, sitting at a two point three. I think I think I've seen people review it and like in a in a comedy way. They they like wrote. Yeah, it, so. there's another one, Spider Man Strikes Back, which came out a year later. When these movies come, there's a bunch of these. What Spider-Man the fuck? Spider Man Strikes Back. Did, now, did that come out before or after uh, Empire Strikes? Back? I feel like yeah, right. I feel mm. like it came out after, right? I feel like maybe it immediately was after. I, I don't I don't know I'm just like kind of perplexed at what I'm seeing right now, of all these like Spider Man like live act. There's a lot more than I than I had thought there was previously. This is crazy, but regardless, yeah, weird. I think Main, that that kind of speaks to yeah what it means for cinema. This is a character that is that has literally been around for decades. Yeah, and has had Spider-Man. so many bizarre iterations. Yep, that still stand the test of time. Yeah. Every every iteration of him hasn't been bad. Like I would I would at least I would argue. Excluding Tom Holland, yeah. Like I can you're not, I, you're I not can really find a fan of the Tom Holland. I type. wish Tom Holland would die. Like with every fiber of my yeah. being, I wish he would die. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, 
Not good. He's awful, and I hope he dies. <laughs> it's really funny how he keeps on getting cast in movies, and they're just tanking. Yes, and, and, and so he bad. and he's like the lead in them. It's 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 almost like he can't do anything like other than that like goofy teen, which is not gonna go very far. No, and he's not a good act. He's not a good actor. He's no. not good at like everyone's like, no way home. He showed a devastating level of emotion. I'm like my brother used to make that face when he was seven, bruh. Like this is not deep meaningful Come bullshit on, man. and you're gonna kill marissa tomei in your movie fuck you <laughs> fuck you she was like the only good reason yeah that's the reason you're in the seat was to see hot aunt may and you're gonna kill her so i have to look at tom holland fumble the ball with yeah. zendaya no thanks yeah no thank you <laughs> did you did y'all ever see him in devil all the time no i heard it was terrible it's so bad and the problem is, is that I keep getting recommended that movie. And they're like, it has Tom Holland, but it also has Robert Pattinson. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And then I tried it. It was so bad. And Tom Holland is the reason it's bad. He has no chemistry with anyone at all. Like, how can you be Zendaya's, like, part, like, scene actual, partner? Actual boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, actual boyfriend, scene partner, and have no chemistry. Zendaya has chemistry with literally anybody, even in Euphoria, when she's, like, high on drugs. Man, <laughs> it's I, insane. I love Zendaya so much. She's such a spectacular <laughs> actor. I think she's... A, I've never yeah. seen a movie with her. I mean, like, Zendaya really brought the, the whole yeah. performance down. The whole, yeah. the whole experience was uh, brought down because Zendaya really fucked it over. Yeah. Like, it's, I've never said that. It's always like, oh, well, Zendaya's carrying this whole thing on her back. Like, look at her go. Yeah, right. It's Seriously. it's just weird. I don't get. I do not get the love for for Tom Holland or Tom Holland Spider Man. And again, I'm a little biased because I also am very happy that Stan Lee is dead. So I don't <laughs> like the MCU or anything. I wish Kevin <laughs> Feige would die. Also, I, I maybe Kevin Feige. I agree with Stan Lee. The comics. I mean, dude, you want to talk big. about an IRL villain? I dare you. I dare you. All right, I'm not. I am not going to support Stan Lee, but I'm not going to hate him. I don't. I'm no. Check this out. I'm not going to bring it up, but I'm just when we finish tonight, go upstairs and ask Molly. Was Stan Lee a bad guy? And whatever's in her hand, she will throw down (laughs) and be like, "Listen to what he did. Listen to what he did." Oh no, I'm nervous. It's not great, but (laughs) that's not good. As always, there was probably a lot of character stealing and uh, look up just look up like Stanley. like Stan Lee Steve uh Stan Lee Steve Ditko and oh, that gosh, whole trail will break will yeah, break you, break you. <laughs> there's probably multiple oh, no. people who like came in a partnership I mean, with him and then left and then they started their own thing or they were like I'm too down constrained to or whatever hell yeah that's the way it always is with those big corporations but i in in here spidey is yeah know, being like he's now in the mainstream and that's where i think we got into him because like you know going back is like he's like, he's been around since the 70s yeah the character has been around even longer than that and he's arguably i mean i think definitely one of the biggest comic book characters of all time I think oh even most internationally recognized i think, I think right? now i think because of the Toby Maguire well, yeah. movies. No, yeah. we're saying for sure. Yeah, for within sure. our lifetime. He but that, the but that's the thing is that 
that's yeah. those are the movies that we were introduced. At least yeah. I was introduced. I don't know about you guys. We we did you know was Spider Man the first Spider Man movie sure. that you saw the 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 Tobey I mean, Maguire Sam Raimi the first the first one yeah that was the first Spider Man movie I ever saw. But I mean like I was watching the animated show like every day. Like, I, I had yeah. Spider Man pajamas. I loved Spider Man. Dude, I loved the opening. It, it was very similar yeah. to like Batman, but it had a more of like a sci fi element because Peter was you know obviously smart and brainy. Yeah. I love the voice acting in it. Venom was dope. And the first, like, PS1 Spider-Man game. <laughs> that like, game is a masterpiece, That game is so man. fun. I wish that there was a way to play it, like, on PS5, because they're just... Man, art. just come over. You got it? I can get it. Dog. I can get yeah. it. I can get it tonight. Bro. Oh, man. All right. Well, we might have a plan. We might have a plan. We're going to listen to Molly talk about Stanley. 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 While, while I gonna... perfectly legally download the Spider-Man PS1 <laughs> yeah. game. And then we're going to fight Scorpion. Yeah. At, in the, in the that game mission. was just so fucking good. And, <laughs> it's so good. And then Spider-Man games from like then on just didn't miss. Like Spider-Man Bro. games were always fun. That was the thing. I mean, and that that's a huge part of this as well, is that the games were some of the best games that I played when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I mean, we just brought up Spider-Man 1, and then you have the Spider-Man game that was based on the Sam Raimi movie where, like, Bruce Campbell narrated the... Yeah, the, Spider-Man the, 2. The, the so tutorial good. and yeah. everything. Or, yeah, 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 Toby narrated, I think, the first tutorial, but, dude, it, it was... That's so the one where you good. do the, the pizza delivery missions, and it's yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> You have that Dude, mission so where you, you run into Mysterio in the convenience store. You just punch him in the and face. And his bar, like, charges up by, like, ten bars, and you're like, holy shit. And you punch him once, and he dies. And he dies. Dude, when I did that in the game, I was like, that was so funny. Like, how did, like... I could I also just, get that in, in one... I could get that tonight. Dude, great game. <laughs> great game i love how you could just like charge up your your jump you'd like bend over yeah. and like start shaking and then you just launch up in the air love oh, that was such a good game i fear that if i if, that if i do download it i'll play it tonight and be like uh, 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 my eyes yes it's rendering the city as i move yes i feel like the first game the like like the the 90s game will go down easier than i think the first because you're already Goblin prepared spider-man game yeah you're already prepared i remember Goblin- so many i remember so many stealth missions in that first Sam Raimi That was game. why I didn't love that one like hardly at all because I'm like one I had to be stealthy two if I fell off a building like Spider-Man just died, died and I was yeah. like well that's not what Spider-Man would do yeah and yeah, it was, they didn't they didn't introduce like the whole city until the, the, yeah, the second game. The first one was mission based and the second game, yeah, it was just this open world of nothing but fun shit so to do. Good. Yeah. It was so It was good. San Andreas for children. Like you yeah, had pretty much. you had just this world to explore and do whatever you wanted with. Yep. Dude, great Love games. It. So like just another reason why like he's stuck around and I think he's one of the more quality characters. Um, the new movies have focused on bringing him into the Avengers. I think that plays a big role as to why I don't enjoy them nearly as much as, yeah. as the five movies that I saw that came before it. Um, but yeah, but like just right off the bat, who who is your guys' favorite Spider-Man that you've seen portrayed on the screen? Who who plays <clears throat> Spider-Man in your mind? Whenever someone brings it up, I feel like we're all even gonna agree with this that it's Tobey Maguire. Like, I don't know if y'all are going to disagree. I know Matt's going to agree. I'm going to hands down agree. Yeah, I, mean, I know I, it's like, like... I definitely see Toby Especially, as a... like, our age. Like, if my uh, my brother's age, who's six years younger than me, he might even say Andrew Garfield. He he might yeah. even say Tom Holland. That's true. 
Oh, it's Andrew Garfield. Y'all, y'all. It is Andrew Garfield. Y'all are so blue pilled. It's not even funny. I feel bad for you, honestly. Do you, wait, <laughs> you don't like the Sam Raimi ones? Let or? me, let me. Cause you're you love Evil Dead too. I do, and I love Sam Raimi. Yeah. And I remember really. Lo- so I saw the first one. I got that. I got it on DVD for Christmas, and I, okay. I really, really, really liked it. Second one I saw in theaters, yeah. and as like a child, I was like, I like this. But I want to see Spider-Man more. I want to see Doc Ock more. I want to see what I've always seen Spider-Man do, and I'm not getting that. Yeah. And so I was like, it's fine. I recently, this from uh, uh, my birthday, it was on in the hotel room, and I watched it, and I was like, holy shit, this is like a spectacular movie. Mm-hmm. And then I remember seeing the third one in theaters, and there's nothing, there's no way I think I ever could rewatch it, because I remember being so excited because I was like, Venom. It's a Venom yeah. movie. I'm finally getting Venom. And I got fucking Eric from that 70s show yep. playing Venom. And I was like, Toe you have to Grace. be kidding. You've got the, you've got Toe for Grace. Why? I, I'm with you. Like, I think I need to rewatch The Amazing Spider-Man. But the third movie does almost kill the whole franchise. Yes. So I'm <laughs> stuck with, like, one. So I'm, It is that bad. My young mind is like, I, uh, uh, that trilogy, like, is a bumpy road. Then I see Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man. And I was like... This guy feels exactly like the cartoon I used to watch. This is what I wanted. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. And then they did the second one, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm digging this. It's a little <laughs> sloppy, but I'm kind of. It's all. It feels goofy, like yeah. intentionally goofy." And then they fucking yeet Gwen Stacy, and I was like, "Perfect movie. Like <laughs> bold as hell to kill Gwen Stacy so fast in this series." Yeah, they they ended her quick. I mean, yeah, yeah, Damn. I yeah. I, like the that and that's played that by Emma second, Stone, right? Yeah, that's also a, perfect. That yeah. second Amazing Spider-Man movie I, is crazy. It is crazy. I should like this movie. You I don't, should. I, you I should, hated it when also, I watched it when it came cause out because you hated Andrew Garfield. I hated Andrew Garfield. I didn't really care about Emma Stone. I feel like you do have to that's, tune into the Amazing Spider-Man 2's like yeah. what it's putting down. It is very cheesy. I think yeah. it's it's almost hammed up in a way. Like there's even a moment that they used to bug the shit out of me, but then I grew to just appreciate it when when whenever Spidey gets knocked around in the in the um like Electro's fighting him and yeah. and he gets knocked around in these like power I yeah, think, yeah. A- engines yeah. or whatever they are and it plays the Itsy Bitsy Spider. It goes da 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 da. It does that, and I was like, "That's insane that they did that." That is a yeah. pretty chaotic moment for it's sure. It's a very oh, I mean, the whole movie though, if you really yeah. think about it, is extremely chaotic. You have, I don't know what, what even his name even is. Electro as as a villain is like. You know, people like make fun of him because it's very one sided. Something small happens and, uh, to and, him, and then he wants to destroy. And know, that's what I also him. didn't like about No Way Home. They were like, "Here's our chance to to fix it," and it's like, you made him like this like cool guy, and that's not who he was. He was like a deranged like guy. He was like the guy on his last straw, mm-hmm. and he goes fucking ape shit. He's a crazy guy. Making him like this sophisticated villain was like, that's not who he is. This mm-hmm. is not cool. I don't know why you would do that. So I, I didn't I didn't love I didn't love that and I understand that it's a multiverse blah, blah, blah. fuck you it's stupid movie. fuck the multiverse fuck the multiverse God, but we gotta stop with that but, I thought that it was just fine I mean obviously the 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 newest movie I don't want to jump too far ahead but that one nailed it its predecessor nailed, nailed it. it so there is a way to, to do it I think in 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 this Spider Man universe and still have everyone feel true they don't have a lot of villains in these movies but every time a villain shows up. 
It feels true to, yeah. to what's you know, going on. You know what it is about the newer ones, the 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 like into and across the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. The multiverse is the is there. It is the basis of the movie, and yet it is not used as like a prop yeah. to be like, oh well, it's a multiverse movie, so we have an excuse to do this. Yeah, we can make fifty more of these movies and be like, mm-hmm. oh, it was a different multiverse. Oh, this is happening in another universe. But 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 like, it's there. But it's not the dry. It's not the total. I know it sounds stupid to say it's not the driving force because like, it is. The movie is like just explaining how the multiverse works. Yes. I hate those. I feel like Doctor Strange was that. Like this is how the multiverse is even happening. Yeah, and that movie is so bad. I, I see. I liked the first Doctor Strange when it came. No, out. I'm talking about the Mad Multiverse oh, mul- Madness. Oh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. That was a bad movie. That, and yeah. another Sam Raimi like kicking the nuts. Like that yeah. was a I will rough say, movie to get through. I will say. Spider-Man 3 and Multiverse of Madness might be byproducts of too much studio involvement. That That's just me. That's just me. Like, it, you know. I, it's not I at all that they're the directed man. by the madman named I, Sam Raimi. I trust yeah. the man wholeheartedly. <laughs> not at all a defense mechanism. When, yeah. when he has little to no infringement, he ends up making things like Evil Dead. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. you know, studio infringement ends up making things like Spider-Man 3, where they're like, you have to, you have to put ven- Venom in it. Where he was like, I wasn't going to put Venom in it. It's like, you have to. Venom, Venom's like an awesome villain. And he was like... Okay, well, well, then, I, which is crazy Venom. because he could have done a Venom, like he could have done a Venom movie spec beautifully, but yeah. he would have had to cut the Sandman arc because the Sandman the arc doesn't make like. I think it mo- ma- I like mo- it. I like most of the, the arcs Sandman in that arc. movie don't make sense, like yeah. except for like Harry. Harry's the only one that makes sense because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, yeah, you. This is from the second movie. I think he was supposed to be the main baddie. Yeah. But it would also be done to be like, all right, the first movie, Green Goblin. Second movie, Doc Ock. Third movie, we're doing another Green Goblin character. Yeah. yeah you had I mean, to add Well, that's why, that's why Sandman was there. I, like, I, I don't know. I would, I would defend like Sam Raimi, but that's just me. Like, at, the, at the end of the day, we still got Spider-Man 3. And I do think just like Amazing Spider-Man 2, and maybe that suffered from Studio mm-hmm. Handling 2, that was like, hey, you got to push Sinister 6. And he was like... Uh, now, like all of a sudden, my movie's about pushing another concept. Yeah. It's not yeah. about like Spider Man. It's about doing something else. So, um, you know, I don't even know what I was saying, bro. I, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm literally getting lost in the spider sauce. But the, the first, two, I, I will say, like the first two Spider Mans, and especially the first one, are so good for from Sam Raimi that I think it almost masks the third one. Wow. I just wanted to finish my my initial thought. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. The cheesiness of both yeah. of those movies, I think, still shines because, like, yeah. even though they're not perfect movies, mm-hmm. I still think that they're better than Tom Holland's. That's just me. At, I mean, yeah, at, at its peak, like even like Homecoming is not as good, it be, but that's just because of nostalgia than Spider Man Three, like Sam Raimi Spider Man Three or mm-hmm. Amazing Spider Man Two, like. Yeah. I'm not putting that movie above either. All right, of those well movies. then, well then, let's let's you know do this. Let's do this. You tell me. Go around. You start. I'm gonna start. You start. Best to worst Spider-Man. Best to worst Spider-Man. Wow. All right. How many movies are there? That would be if you're counting the animated ones. That's what ten movies. Ten of them. All right. So, um, wow. All right. I'm gonna do. Are we rating the wow. Spider-Mans or the movie? The movie. Okay, yeah. I, I was like, man, because... Uh, if we're doing the Spider-Man... I was like, the last movie, we got like uh, like a hundred or 
right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put the last movie as Far From Home. Because you ha- haven't seen that, or you have. I have. Okay. No, excuse me. Wait. Far From Home? That's that's the, the Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal one? one? Yeah. Okay, Far From Home is actually nine. Okay. No Way Home is ten. Really? Uh, that even has your Tobey Maguire. It does. Um, it just didn't necessarily feel gimmicky. Right. Yeah, because it was a, it was because a we also have Into the Spider Verse competing against a movie like this. So I think like having something so good, it kicks the other one down to the bottom like yeah. straight away, just because. So the bottom two are Marvel committed. ones, new Marvel ones. Yeah, and then you have Disney Marvel. Um, Homecoming. And then you have oh, that's number eight. Yep. Wow. And then you have my man. Uh, seven <laughs> would be. I'm gonna go with Amazing Spider-Man two. No, no, no. Amazing, Amazing one. I actually, I actually like two a little bit more than I like one. One, one's really freaking good though. Like as soon as you get past all of the Tom Holland movies, we're now entering like another tier. Like, yeah. Like like Amazing Spider-Man sure. and on are like these are actually good movies that I would throw on to have a good time. Uh, six, I'd put Amazing Spider-Man two. Um, five, I'm gonna put uh, Spider-Man three. So, and then four, I would put uh, probably across. No, actually, excuse me. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna reverse these. I'm gonna do. Oh, across. you madman! <laughs> five is across. The mm. Spider-Man. What are you I'm doing, gonna Matt? Do one. And then four is across two. <laughs> That's not what they're. And name. then three is Spider Man three. Two is. There's Spider Man one. I'm gonna put two, and I'm gonna put Spider Man one. That's insane. You're wait. Okay, let that me is, read that. So all right, there you let go. Let me read this. I would this definitely chicken, rank them like chicken that. Chicken scratch. <laughs> Ten. We have no no way home. Nine is Far From Home. Eight is Homecoming. Seven is Amazing Spider-Man 1. Six is Amazing Spider-Man 2. You put five as Across the Spider-Verse 1. One, yeah. And so then it's into, which is which into, into, into the Spider-Verse. So it's into the Spider-Verse and then Across the Spider-Verse and then Spider-Man 3, 2, 1. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. That's really not what I was expecting. What, what about you, Joey? What would you have? Oh, Far From Home is last. Smart. Oh, I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, I'm going to look at that. Yeah, yeah. Far From Home is definitely going to be last at number 10. I don't know if I should write this down. I'll write it down. You don't have to. I can't. Um, Yeah, Far From Home is last. Oh, let me look at it, though. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to write it down, you know? Listen, man, having a notebook on set is really important. Apparently. Is Far From Home. Um, Oh, man. No Way Home is nine. Fuck that movie. I, I really hated the gimmicks in that. Uh, nine is No Way Home. I don't it, mind. I didn't mind No eight. Way Home just because of Jake Gyllenhaal. Like I, I'm I'm a sucker for 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 a good Jake Gyllenhaal. But it wasn't a good Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, apparently. no, it was. A, it was like the worst. You also haven't seen it, so I literally like if you saw it, I know you would agree with me. It's so bizarre. All right, eight, eight it's is Spider Man in Greece, dude. It's yeah, it is. Shit. It is like I'm telling you, it's so bad. It's oh, worse. Oh, it than, does have that weird like we're going to Europe. Thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm actually gonna put that one last. <laughs> this, the number eight movie is gonna be a lot different than your number eight movie. I'm oh. doing Spider-Man three. My, wow. See, there we go. There's the big brain move. Wow. Yes. Damn. Seven is Spider. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two. Wow. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Uh, 
six is Amazing Spider-Man oh one. My God, Homecoming is way too high. Wait, no, 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 no. Way Sorry, too yeah. Fucking high. Homecoming is six. Homecoming <laughs> is six. I I forgot about that. For some reason, I thought I was done with Marvel. You're just like I hate Tom Holland, and he's no. like. Top three Spider-Man movies, <laughs> Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Oh, God. Remember when they CGI'd Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, oh, that was great. Yeah, no. They actually CGI'd two boats, and then Spider-Man holding, you know, the CGI Spider-Man holding the boats together. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Um, Five is Amazing Spider-Man 2. One. Four is Spider-Man 2. Damn, dude. Uh, yeah 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 it is and then it's gonna be a cross at three um enter at two into at two. Oh, into at two okay yeah, okay into. so okay so then sorry, what's number one is... spider-man one wow it was Hell it was yes. the first pg-13 movie i ever watched and I have this sentimental value. I've always loved that that Spider-Man movie. Most rewatchability. Back to formula. Yeah. No, it's just like it. Green Goblin is such an ass villain, and yeah. like, dude, it's Willem Dafoe, which is great. But yeah, like, the villain that. himself Willem is Dafoe. so ass. I'm a little bit also of a like um, myself. Kirsten Dunst as uh, Mary Jane. I think it just Dude, works. My man. favorite. Just works. All right, Spider Man. Also, Danny Elfman, Actually, bro. You cannot like, you cannot turn that down. That that those movies have the best score out of any of them. Let me Maybe get the into first my, one. Let the me strap and everything. Yeah. In how the new how fucking dare you? The soundtrack. I've been bumping that soundtrack ever since we saw that movie. Oh, the the new one? You didn't like the new one? I'm not saying I didn't like it, guys. I'm just saying compared to a Danny Elfman track. You're wrong, You're incorrect. What? That's just not the We got Lil Wayne. We got 21 Savage. We have Don Tolliver. We have Don Tolliver. We have Nas. James Blake. It's all good things. All produced by Metro Boomin. We're also comparing classical to rap. So, like, you know, it is. Classical! To classical to rap. Classical to rap or whatever, like uh, movie scores. Right. Tim Burton to art. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with you on the score at let all. Let me <laughs> let me settle this the right way, boys. Okay. I'm gonna put my number ten as Far From Home because I haven't seen it and it looked ridiculous. Yes, then I would have to. Yeah, I would do No Way Home and then Homecoming. As you should. Yeah, yeah. As you should. Then as I would should. hit you with the Spider-Man three. Damn, guys. Fuck that movie. That Fuck was my that favorite movie, villain though. of all time, and they made it awful. It was very... He talked, yeah, like, a, like, he talked like a douchebag that would tip his fedora when he turned into Venom. That's I true. had to deal with Eyeliner, Tugboat McGuire. Oh, no, that's like one of the best parts, though. That's Incorrect. like... It's, it's one of the best parts of the entire Spider-Man canon, like, on screen. It's... it's the dancing Tobey Maguire shit. I understand oh the, the no. meme of it all, but I'm... Over. Not even for the meme of it. It's no. just good. No. It's just so funny. It's and it's, tongue in cheek and stupid. Ew. Anyways, so that was my what number eight, I think. No, it was my number seven. Seven. Because okay. yeah, because it's far from home, no way home, yes. homecoming. Okay. And then um, three. Three. Okay. So then from there, I would go <sighs> Spider-Man one. Damn. <laughs> what? Ripping our number one yeah. straight down. The movie is just fine. You guys are you guys are brainwashed. It's cheesy. And I love it. I might rewatch okay, it. Okay, Spider-Man movie. 1. And then I would hey, go I would do Spider-Man 2. And and then I would do Amazing Spider-Man 1, then Amazing okay. Spider-Man 2. Okay. Then I would do Across the Spider-Verse, and then okay, it is the, definitely the, the newest one. Yeah, and then it's okay. really hard to decide between Spider-Man 2 
or Into the Spider-Verse. They're both like pro- they're really? my two favorites. They're also di- very different. They're dra- you know? yeah, they're so like, it's difficult to Yeah, and they're also about completely different themes funny enough, which is which is something that I've really liked about the entire That's why like even us ranking them is just mainly just our personal enjoyment of just finding yeah. out how how we would rank them, but um I enjoy everyone's take and i think that 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 the writing for all these movies is great because every spider-man has different you know desires and motivations and shit like that it's it's really cool and we all ranked into the spider-verse the head of a cross we did i'm pretty sure yeah no i put i put a cross above into you liked to cross more. Yeah, I liked I liked to cross. Oh, you more. did. You did indeed. Okay. Yeah, I I actually like a cross just just a tad bit more just because it was like I I heard someone explain a cross as like the Empire Strikes Back to to into the I literally hate that you just said that. That's, that's what it is though. It does it like like it leaves literally off, put money it, in the candle. I don't have a jar on me. <laughs> it leaves off. You know, um, holy shit! All right, let's I go. Just, I just this I just, is what you owe. Yeah, I, I, what I what I owe. Matt just put a crisp one hundred dollar bill. Not a crisp one hundred dollar bill, actually, but it definitely does not dirty. look like like you just pulled that out of out of your pants. Yeah, sorry, I actually meant to put that uh, back in my house, but I accidentally brought it here. But yeah, okay. So um, anyway, like like all all of these Spider Man iterations are so good. So, but into. Or two, into is better for me. I loved across. I, I, I want to get into more of across after we segue. For sure, for sure, yeah. right? But but wait, what about what about two? Your ranking two, like Spider Man two or into? It's difficult. I love them both, but for different That's reasons. What you were saying. Yeah, I thought he was talking sorry. about. I'm yeah. sorry. Guys. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know. I, I was. I was. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> we um. Yeah, I don't know which one I. Mm-mm. I'm gonna have to probably go with Into the Spider Verse and Spider Man Two. Yeah. Okay. I well, I think that that's very Spider-Man. honorable. Yes. Yeah. Spider. I've only had Into the Spider Verse for like I don't know four or five years. I've had Spider Man Two since I was like yeah. I don't know, fourteen. But <laughs> it says so much though because I had the same experience with Into the Spider Verse is that it just starts and you immediately know that what you're watching is a masterpiece. Yes. Spider Man Two. It does start out that way. It's so good, but I feel like by like it's not till the very end that you're like, wow, wow. Yeah. that was an awesome Spider-Man story. Like just and it just comes full circle. I, I feel I feel like Sam Raimi makes movies like that too, where it's like at the beginning you don't really know what you're in for at all. Yeah. Whereas like Into the Spider Verse, when I sat down and that movie started, it was so different was from it? anything I had ever seen, and it's just. You knew from from the get go. I had no idea so, that so it was even, be that good. Even if you threw that up top, sure. I would have been like, dude, I I totally understand. Did y'all watch it in theaters? I did. did. It was like Molly and I had been dating for a couple months, and the dollar theater by her house was playing it. Like yeah. the movie had barely been out. I think and, that's how I saw it too. And like I was like, I, I went so begrudgingly. I was like, yeah. fucking Marvel movie piece of shit. And yeah, like fifteen minutes in, I was like, holy Whoa. shit, yeah, this, this is, is different. This is great. This is fantastic. Yeah. This is what I wanted. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I definitely think though that two just has the sorry we keep passing your journal around. You're good, <laughs> but um, it's my diary. I guess speaking of a bunch of losers that just talked about Spider Man for thirty minutes, welcome to the Shot in the Chaser Ayo. podcast, a podcast where we will wrap up our Spider Man <laughs> conversation did. shortly. Up, up and away, web, Shazam, go. <laughs>
Go web go. On tonight's episode, we're not talking about spider movies. We uh, had Akira Kurosawa's Dreams as the shot, Ooh, and so uh, Mikado Shinkai's Your Name as the chaser. Mm-hmm. So good. Very excited to get into these and find more correlations. There were definitely a lot of correlations, fun. I felt, but we'll, we'll get into it. I feel too. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. So, it's no secret that we all saw Across the Spider-Verse this weekend. It's still <laughs> on our mind heavily. The, li- the little web web boy. Little web, web man. Web, web fella. The little <laughs> web fella. I... <sighs> Matt? I'm sorry, I, I I just, I can't let this go. You're really gonna say that the music in the new movie is not good? Yeah, that's crazy. That's no, fucking guys, ridiculous. I didn't say that. I literally said, it, I did not say that the music in it is not good. I just compared, if we were gonna compare the music, it just in my life, to like the first Spider-Man movie's music, the Danny Elfman score, versus the Into the Spider-Verse, or the Across the Spider-Verse, or both even, if you just want to combine them, and then, and then you get you get 50 songs or whatever. Oh, man. The Danny yeah, Elfman so is nice. better. I feel like that's almost what the in, Into the, the, the Spider-Verse movies have going for them. I think that's like almost the best part. Is the, the soundtrack is great. so soundtrack. immaculate. I think it works so well. It matches so the well. vibe perfectly. Ma- exactly. It matches yeah. the vibe perfectly. I think that the Danny Elfman soundtrack matches Spider-Man. Like, like sure. that if... In the way that like uh, Hans Zimmer kind of reinvented what we thought of as like a Batman theme mm-hmm. with that dun 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 you know you know what I'm talking about. If you guys don't pay attention to themes, that that that's <laughs> I what know what you're talking about, but not from that. I fucking love themes. I do know what you're talking about, but not from that. Yeah, it was bad. It was very very bad. It was. I, I don't even know why I tried to it's recreate okay. in 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 orchestra sound. We, well, but, we can't, but yeah, we can't Danny expect. Is so we good. can't expect much from a Danny Elfman fan. Over yeah, exactly. Here. I'm just a sucker for for a really good fan, and and Miles does have themes, and and it's just a lot of those themes are conveyed in the music, mm-hmm. and but that's the way that the, that that movie works, and I think it really works for that movie. If every Spider-Man movie was like that, with that much licensed music, yeah. uh, it, I think it would have been a different series as a whole, but it's like, you know, it's like e- even Amazing Spider-Man, guys, like Amazing Spider-Man has one of the most beautiful themes ever. I would even rank that above what's into the Spider-Verse. That's just me. I'm 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 just a sucker for really good themes in movies. Like, to be like, fair, like, like music wise. And I would it compare like, a lot. with comparing my Spider-Man two and into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man two had like an unfathomably good soundtrack. Yeah. You had like that was the first time I heard Dashboard Confessional. And I remember being oh, like, this is yeah. the greatest fucking band <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard in You're my right. life. It 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 had like Vindicated a uh, com- companion I listened to that like yeah. every day for months. Yeah, and then it had uh, "There Goes My Hero." <laughs> Watch him as he goes in the first one with like it like that's cool. It's like you know every Spider-Man that was not the first it. one. The first one was the Nickelback hero song. A hero will save us. I'm not gonna stand around here and wait. <laughs> yeah. You fake ass Spider-Man man. So no, well, like, but but hero was in in Spider Man though. I was it? Yeah, I don't think yeah, that's the, the the Foo Fighters song. I, I thought I I I could be so wrong, and you're right. You're, you're like you're you're right. Which means that Listen, my opinion into of the Spider Verse right. wins against the Raimi Spider Man like the little soundtrack companion that had the the Nickelback and all that yeah. other like random rock shit really? on it. Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to that over the Into the Spider Verse stuff. Really? Or if we're talking okay. like themes. 
So, so yeah, I don't know. So so you guys let me hijack the conversation and just talk about themes and music yeah. the whole time. I will say because I like, love themes because there's like two different soundtracks. I've listened to both. There's the one that Metro Boomin produced, which is like all all like yeah. the licensed music, and then there's like the actual like I sco- to this one. holy oh, shit, really? it's it's immaculate. Like I, I could listen, I can listen to that like completely by itself. Scores are yeah, it's one of my favorite things to listen to. Just whenever I'm like drawing and stuff like that. I it's, love uh, the awesome. Secret Life of Walter Mitty scores. I listen to that. That's all cool. The time. Damn, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's always nice whenever you get a, a a nice unexpected score. But it's cool whenever you get into the Spider Verse or across the Spider Verse yeah. that brings both. Like you yeah. get handcrafted, um, licensed artists who come in and they're at the the peak of their talents and they're making songs for this movie. That's yeah. awesome. But then you also have a score that is yeah. just as beautiful and just as impactful. That's awesome. Like that's that's amazing. For sure. And yeah, the Danny Elfman one is definitely less vers like versatile, you know. It, it's yeah. it, it's I just feel like the the across the Spider-Verse soundtrack like like grabs you like immediately mm-hmm. and just every single song like fits every moment so well. Like every every theme fits the moment. Like it's it's so good. And I really had to like grapple with my like for a couple of days like which do I like more? Do I like across the Spider-Verse or into the Spider-Verse more? This is really tricky because I, I ultimately have chosen Into the Spider Verse as the better movie. But you, man, it's really hard. Like yeah, Across the Spider Verse, every day has gotten better in my mind, and I'm yeah. dying to see it again. Across, <laughs> I think once we see it, because dude, like the way that we saw it at our local Regal it was like, rough. The, yeah, the sound. Which anybody who does go see this movie after listening to this show, or if you've seen it before, I hope that you saw it in a theater that was wow. just double the the sound of what we got because it was so quiet i mean it i, I hope that that you don't have to suffer the the, the same fate that we did because it definitely wasn't the same i couldn't movie. hear like the first like 10 minutes of that movie like yeah, i was no. like why is gwen stacy like so fucking quiet mm-hmm. i don't understand mm-hmm. but i also like read a couple articles where people like across the country said they were seeing it and having sound issues yeah so i don't know if it's a theater problem or if like the movie was just distributed like incorrectly it could have also just been very quiet because I don't know. It's like every single time I feel like maybe that is a dis- a, a distribution thing because like I I feel that whenever we saw Evil Dead Rise, it was loud enough. Yeah, it, it was loud enough for it to be like okay, we're we're at the theater. Yeah, like, I know where I am. Like, yeah. yeah, like I'm at a movie. Like when we watched the movies here last night, I feel like that was louder than it was loud. Yeah, yeah, and but oh, it's like sure. then, or across Spider Verse. Yeah, and then we saw that, and it was the same way. And then we saw it in like it. it like, we I, were in the back too. I, I almost wonder if we would have sat like uh, closer if it would have been a lot if it we were also in one of the smaller theaters which was yeah. my theory because like they're bigger like like number one theater number three and yeah stuff. Those, those always have the those ones are, yeah those are a lot louder but I also saw the Batman in one of those theaters and it was really damn quiet yeah. so <laughs> it just depends I think and I dude I, like, hopefully we can see it in IMAX yeah, I was gonna say like, if we see it in IMAX it that might push it above into for me that's and i have to like i'm hoping that it gets that like the avatar it's i mean it's across the spider-verse i'm hoping it gets that avatar 2 treatment where it's like let's just leave this shit in imax for like months it's just so funny to me like and i mean (laughs) this is not out of character for me but i'm gonna shit on avatar 2 it's funny that (laughs) that we live who are you we live in a world where like avatar 2 will come out and it and it's like marketed as like the greatest thing ever made but then we see across the spider-verse and like in my mind i'm just like how do you how do how do moviegoers enjoy avatar 2 more than they would enjoy across the spider and it was crazy or something like, like that Spider-Man it's such a 2 visual. was literally just across spider-verse was like 
it's a sequel to that movie you love. Yeah. Go check it out. Like, and yeah. people were seeing me like, it's great. Like, it's yeah. fantastic. But you never were like, no, this is it. This is the best movie you're ever going to see in your whole fucking life. That's true. Yeah, we never really got that Blue for Man Swim. Until... Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, for, for four fucking hours. I don't care. Yeah, right. Across the Spider-Verse, two hours and 15 minutes. And I would, I would say that... It passed by so fast. It flew by. And like... Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dive too much because there's a lot that we could, unless we want to spoil it. I don't know. Here's, I I will say we. It's already been announced. You should know. There's another movie coming out. One one. Uh, uh, and it's, apparently it's the last one. The creators of the yeah. Spider Verse series have said um, after three after it's called Beyond the Spider Verse, which I love the names that they yeah. gave with yeah. it too. It really flows well. And I think when we see all of those, and if it's as good as the first two movies, this, I don't know, it's going to be hard to say it's not the best Spider-Man we've had. Honestly. Especially as a trilogy. It's yeah, like yeah, this complete hard. thing. Yeah. And no, like, especially when, when creators like that, they know what they're trying to make and they, they have this, like, idea that they're trying to do and then that's it. Yeah. They're not just trying to make more money off of it. They have this complete idea. I think it works a lot better. So I think it, it could work a lot I better. I agree. And I think that it's really propelling animation as we know. Oh, yeah. Forward. I, I was mean, just reading an article that the scene where like all the Spider-Men are chasing Miles Morales took four years to yes. animate. Four years. Crazy. Wow. And that scene goes so hard. That whole yeah. movie goes so fucking hard. Four years. That I mean, it... it it's exciting because, like, the the fact that, like, there's people out there doing this. Like, who knows what we're going to get in four years from now. For that's, sure. That people have saying. just started working on. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, I think that it's very exciting just to to watch something like that. And it makes me excited to, to go back into movie theaters yeah. and um, just to... It, I'm, I'm just thankful. Like, yeah. Same. Movies are back, baby. Movies yeah. are back. Holy shit, are we back? <laughs> are we back? Jack's back. <laughs> Jack's back, Babylon 2, coming soon. God, I wish. No would do anything for more Babylon. But, <laughs> no, I, I I hate Marvel, but this was so fucking good. Like, it's been a while since I've also been like, oh my god, I, I saw that movie. I've seen it in theaters like again. Yeah. Like, I would see this a couple more times. It was. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a minute since it was like, as soon as you leave the theater, you're just like, gotta, gotta see that again. Yeah. That was great. It was, it, it's just, it's super fun. It's, it's fun. It's funny. It looks fantastic. All the cameos land. It doesn't feel. It never know, felt meta and annoying. Yeah. And even when it was a little meta, it was because the Spider-Man, that was their like characteristic, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pointing out like Ben Riley is like, and he's not meta. It's just like his characteristic of being like, you know. I'm staring at a wall. Yeah, like <laughs> mm. I'm I'm in the alley. And I'm pretty sure that was Andy Samberg. Really? That's so yeah. funny. I, yeah, I thought that was great. He was just like, oh, I'm thinking about something in my past right now. <laughs> so funny. I'm brooding over something that happened to me. Like I, I loved it. All of them are great. So. It's it's so fun. I would I yeah, definitely gonna see it again. I really want to own it. I was talking to Fitch and he had said that he had never seen into the Spider Verse, and I was like, "You got to come over and like we'll watch it on like on the big yes, screen." Like that's what he needs to do. That too. sounds like such a fun night. Yeah. And that first movie is really just about setting up Miles and like yeah. a little yeah. bit of the concepts here and there, but um, it's I great. like the dynamic that he has with the Spider Man more. I think in that movie yeah. than in um, Across the Spider Verse, which yeah. is so like I was thinking about that because I think that. Um, it it follows 
a good um, storytelling arc. Yeah. In, in, in like you, you start it off, you get it going, you get the main character and a, and a good core group of people who are really likable and enjoyable to be around and people who you want to see in multiple movies. You get them around those people first. You have an event that scatters them. Mm-hmm. You have a middle movie that's like makes more turmoil, just heaps on the chaos, the yeah. more and more chaos, and then you have the the ending where he teams up with that initial like really likable group of guys, which yep. it, which it seems like that's exactly where they're going. No, you know, I'm trying not to be spoiler, but like you know, it. It's, it's a part a, one. It's, it's so a movie about yeah. It's a it's movie about millions of Spider Men. Like it's yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but it's handled excellently. So yeah, it's a great sequel. Was very, very, very impressed. Mm-hmm. There was like one character I didn't like. I really didn't like this character. Who is it? Oh man! And it's I. Was I know it? that I'm on the wrong side of history. Um, what was his nickname? What did they call him? The the UK punk rock Spider Man. Yeah, well, oh, Spider Punk didn't or like him. It was like his animation, like really, like oh, fucked I'm, with my head. That was my favorite. Part. I was like, I was like, I can't, like on my eyes. I was like, I can't focus on <laughs> it. Like grungy, and, and then he like just 30. kept saying, he just like kept being like, "Oi, what's all he said?" And I'd be like, "What the?" Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I can't see you. I can't understand what you're saying. Seriously, it was very yeah. It Who just, played him? Was it? Isn't it the guy from Atlanta? No, it I is. I think that um, that's Miles' dad. Miles' oh. dad is the guy from Atlanta. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the the guy from Get Out, and nope. Oh, d- yes, you're right. Yeah, Daniel uh, Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kaluuya, yeah. Hobie Brown. That's, That's awesome. yeah. Was not a fan. I just, it yeah, was, I really it was, liked him. It, was it was mainly the animation and all the, like, UK punk rock stereotypes bundled into one that I was like, all right, let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep this going. I didn't mind him. I liked him. He was funny. But yeah, I mean, uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, uh, enter the Spider Verse, or excuse across me, across the, the Spider Verse. Can't get these names right. Eventually. You're thinking of Enter the Void. <laughs> yeah, another great movie. I would love to see Spider Man um, in that universe. <laughs> there you go. Uh, definitely recommend checking it out while you still can in theaters. Hopefully, your your theater doesn't uh, give you a terrible treatment on the sound. Yeah. Do you think that this movie has potential to outdo uh, Mario? Oh man, I hope so. It's, it's much better, and it, I think it's like so jarring, like. Not a lot of people have seen a movie like this, and it's getting a, a mass viewing, it seems like. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to see this movie, so it might. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse, I'm pretty sure, won, like, the Oscar for Best Animated Feature the year that Probably. it came out. So I, I'm hoping that Across the Spider-Verse will get the same yeah. the same sort of treatment. It definitely deserves, deserves that, and it's scary to know that it's definitely going to be up against Mario. And yeah. there's a very real chance that Mario's going to walk away with it, and I'm going to have to, like throw something at our oscar party next year i just will say that potential is a big word i think that it does have the potential to surpass mario will it surpass mario Mm. i don't think it will i i I just think that illumination has too much of a stranglehold on on like the the children which are but it's sony disney yeah i i honestly feel like uh like i i don't think disney what for real i mean it's marvel so disney disney has their hand in it i got you i got you i i don't think uh, across the Spider Verse will make more money than Mario at the end of the day, that's, but that's I think it I'm could. Saying. It could win awards. I feel like I feel like the people who vote for the Oscars are seeing it. For are, sure. Yeah, are yeah. gonna see this and be like, okay, this was like almost monumental. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if if Mario wasn't nominated for 
first off, and uh, and then uh, across was instead, yeah. like kind of in its place, like at, at the Oscars, where it's like because Disney's coming out with yeah. some stuff too, is yeah. is what I'm yeah. trying to think. So it's like you have like these spots that people yeah. can take, and I don't know if they're gonna allow because usually like animation has like two foreign yeah entries you know what i'm saying so it's like and then one that's like that you've absolutely never heard of yeah so it's like that only leaves two or maybe three nominee spots mm-hmm. for those right american made movies so and it's probably gonna get like a soundtrack nomination that's what i'm like thinking too. Song. that too is that's gonna be up it that that i feel like could be nominated in a weird way yeah you know i'm no diss on jack black i actually really like jack black but I like um, him. You'll fuck not. Jack Black. I I like Jack Black, but fuck Bowser. Yeah, Bowser's yeah. Bowser sucks. That soundtrack and, is, is not, not good. And you like we should have expected Jack Black to sing in that movie. Like, and yet it, when it happened, we were all because still like, he, "You gotta be." Sure. He literally does it every time he's yeah. ever is seen in public. So it's like. <laughs> I'm not surprised sure. he did it, but like, all right, maybe we hire someone else for Bowser. Disappointed, but not or surprised. Or just not make the movie. Yeah. Also a smart idea. <laughs> so go spend your money on uh, Across the Spider-Verse yes. so that it can actually surpass Mario. Please, see it multiple Please. times. Please. You will not be disappointed. I know that I, like I said, I, I think that we're trying to, I'm trying to convince Molly to do an IMAX run this weekend while we're in Charlottesville, but oh, I don't yeah. know if it's going to happen. But um, hey, we'll, we'll see. I mean, what else have you guys been watching this week other than Across the Spider-Verse? Oh, I'll go first just to keep the hate on Marvel going. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> and you think? everyone fucking loves this movie, but they're all so wrong. and so, like, I don't understand. Oh, my God. The, the I, I knew going in that like this was a story about Rocket. This was a story that was going to make you feel sad. And every moment that they tried to pull that uh, fast one on you and tried to pull some emotional cords on your heartstrings it never worked i felt like it was all very lame overdone none of the jokes landed it was weird chris pratt is not good on screen (laughs) dave batista was he was the best part but it was still like weird because like i i also feel like maybe i just don't sympathize with these people uh, you know, there's a, there's like this like longing to be a parent also that's like a part of this movie and how great it is that you get to like bring a child into this world and raise it and I just don't get that feeling. <laughs> so uh, so it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, fuck that movie. Uh, yeah, I I didn't like it. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something. Groot fucking says something that isn't I am Groot and that threw me and I hated it. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, so you can't say other words. You just like you just choose not you just to. Choose you not bitch. to. Like, I'm like, the fuck is like, why are you like, why are you gonna ruin a character like this? Like, that is what Groot is. Like, that's his language. They understand this. Can I ask what he says? I don't even. To be honest, I don't even. I, it was like at, at the end. It was like, uh, I love you guys. Something like that. Yeah. Even worse. Like yeah. objectively, an even dumber thing and, to have happen. <laughs> yeah, I. That's just what they heard. I hate it, and everyone loves it. So, if you watch this and you love it, I I'm I know I'm in the minority. Has like a four point something on Letterboxd, which is outrageous, embarrassing. I gave it a one because it had a four point one. It's not a one. It's not the worst movie ever made, but it is not good. Don't go see it. Don't waste your time. (laughs) And it's like so long. 
It's Get like two Joe. and a half hours. Yeah. Fuck Damn, Marvel. dude. I'm done. No, Damn. yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry yeah. you, had, you had to sit through that. I feel like the last <laughs> time you were this mad was was with the, the Thor movie. God, yes. Yeah, that was another like, example. Jesus. Very excited. Yeah. You literally just got like so impassioned. That, yeah. that, that's awesome. <laughs> what did you watch this week, Nick? I watched my mom's new movie. We watched my we mom's watched. new movie. Bro, yeah, yes, speaking, we about, speaking about the sausages, that's why we were talking about them. <laughs> it's been an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I know, literally an hour ago. We, we, yeah, we watched, um, we watched my mom's movie that premiered on Hallmark Wedding Season, which apparently was like a huge success. 1.334 million viewers. The most, the second most watched thing that night, next to the Stanley Cup Finals, which is bizarre. It's fucking crazy. My mom said that they got a lot wrong. <laughs> it's still which, cool though. Yeah, exactly. Really cool. And I'm sure the the book is much better. That's what my mom kept saying, mm-hmm. and like all the changes that they made. Like she's like, "There's characters that in that movie that are not even in the book." Yeah, like the the couple in the movie that like decides not to get married. Yeah. Not in the book. <laughs> really? Which seems like an oddly pivotal moment of the movie. Yeah, like, that's, like, the whole message of the movie. Yeah. Like, it's okay to not get married. Yeah. So, that's what I watched. Weird. Well, yeah, I mean, we watched it. like, really good movie, though. I actually enjoyed myself a lot. Hallmark yeah, movie it was, sometimes. It was, it was fun. It was a bigger budget, and it looked yeah. better than most Mar- uh, Marvel. <laughs> Hallmark movies. Same thing. Hallmark Cinematic yeah, Universe. Honestly, Hallmark yeah. Cinematic Universe. It definitely felt like a higher budget, especially compared to the last one. It oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Christmas Cottage, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to the other Samantha Chase movie that we've we've all seen. Way to go, Mom. Um, I actually watched a ton of movies this week. Um, did you finish the Friday the 13th franchise? Not yet. I still need to watch Jason X. But funny enough, I did get my hands on a copy of Freddy vs. Jason. So And uh, uh, all the... Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So. Holy shit, how did you do that? Uh, my buddy Clay actually wanted them, so he picked them up because uh, Walmart did the same thing that they did whenever I bought the, the Jason collection. They they dropped eight, like like a, yeah, a yeah. Friday, the, no, like excuse a box. me, oh, Night, Nightmare on Elm Street eight movie collection box. Yeah. And it went from Nightmare 1 to 5, and then it had Wes Craven's new Nightmare on there, Freddy vs. Jason, and then I think it had the sixth one that I know I'm kind of butchering listing this out yeah but there was like a sixth one I get what you're saying the last movie of the initial five or something like that so yeah I'm stoked to watch it it's it's gonna be fun but yeah I'm I'm on that similar kick I watched uh two firsts two directing first movies um Peter Jackson who did Lord of the Rings he made this movie called Dead Alive yeah or another uh, another title for it is Brain Dead. Really good New Zealand kind of Evil Dead tale, similar to that. Um, great, great special effects. N- nasty, funny gags. Like there was one of the grossest kidney stone jokes I've ever seen <laughs> dropped in a movie, and I was like, "Wow, that was disgusting." Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Second one I watched was Kronos, which was Del Toro's first movie. And it was great. It was a vampire movie that um, the whole movie they they don't say vampire and they're, they're it's not a conventional vampire story at all. It's like a guy who finds this this mechanism that um, is is stored in the bottom of, of like an angel statue and when he finds it he he's he, he's like a watchmaker so he tries to inspect it and then it latches onto his hand and there's actually like an insectoid 
creature inside of there and it starts to change him he starts to grow younger and stuff like that and it actually is a very interesting monster story it's really fun um and it actually ends like on a on a really interesting note uh it's it's very strange um really liked it I uh, got to watch The Return of the Living Dead, which was the sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Did you? Great movie. Wow. Or one of the sequels. Okay. And then the last thing I watched was Project Wolf Hunting, which was uh, a new, like, 2022 or 2023, maybe. It came out this year. And it's like a hyper-violent action horror movie, kind of like Predator. Interesting. So, like, all, all good stuff. I, I enjoyed all of it. Very bloody stuff all week, so. Classic, you know. Matt. My vibe, so. Then you must have been very bummed out this week. Blood vibes, yeah, very low. But 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 everything else was very great. So visually and you know, uh, soundtrack wise, uh, yeah. Speaking about soundtracks, these these two movies had great great soundtracks. I thought great, definitely great vibes. Well, let's get into it. The first one is Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. Matt, what is Dreams about? So Dreams was directed by, Nick just said, Akira Kurosawa. came out in 1990. And the tagline is like this. The tagline is fucking crazy. It's kind of long, yeah. All right, here we go. One of the shortest summaries, by the way. It's it's one of the longest taglines, one of the The shortest summaries. Tagline (laughs) is longer than the summary. Wow, I've never seen that before. Yeah, never seen that. Yeah. Us letterbox nerds, you know. All right, so, so the tagline says this. The past, present, and future... The thoughts and images of one man for all men. One man's dreams for every dreamer. That's crazy. The right? Yeah. Uh, That's good. And then the summary follows. A collection of magical tales based upon the actual dreams of director Akira Kurosawa. Short, sweet, to the point. I was going to ask that. And what's he, this actually dreams he had? Yeah, that's and, what the, that's and, what the summary is having us yeah, believe. Well, yeah. yeah, I was going to say it kind of answered a question that I had while while watching the movie. I, I guess it's it's Akira's dream. Wow. Yeah, because you're wondering to yourself like, who is the dreamer? Who is having these dreams? These are some of these are like fucking batshit insane dreams. Yeah. And others are just like, yeah, I've had a dream similar to this at some point. Yeah, the Van Gogh one for sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, oh, you've dreamt about Martin Scorsese yelling at you for not Van painting? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you painting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. I don't have time. I'll waste with you. <laughs> the sun. The sun. It compels me to paint. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So how did you guys find out about this movie? Because I know, like, personally, I think Joey and I found out through you. Last about, week. About this last movie. week. I, um... Our friend Fitch, friend of the pod, just got married. Way to go, bud. Way to go. Um, Congrats. He got me this movie for like either birthday, either my birthday or Christmas. They're like a week <laughs> apart. And he was like, yeah, I hear a lot about Akira Kurosawa. You should definitely check him out. Yeah. And he got me the C- Criterion copy of Dreams. And I knew of Akira Kurosawa. My friend Brady's also been trying to get me to watch more of his movies. And I just have, I put it off. And I'm like, well, I own this movie now. And it just sat on my shelf for a while. And now that I'm work like I'm more comfortable with my job and getting like all my shit together, I was like, okay, I can get back to like watching movies while I work. And one morning I I woke up actually a little earlier than I was supposed to, and I was like, you know what? I'll watch the first half of it now and the second half while I'm while I'm working. And I put that shit on, poured myself a bowl of special K, and holy shit. Like I was like, I've never seen anything like this. This no. is insane. Like, this is so beautiful and so like provoking like yeah. throughout like i i normally like work i have like my office and i was like i gotta watch it 
on my on my like screen right here in my office or I can work in the living room and watch it on my TV but work's going to be harder because I can only I only have my laptop and if I'm in my office I have all my monitors and I was like I will not stop this movie so I just grabbed I just pulled open my laptop and like for the first hour just like phoned it in I was just like I have to see this movie this movie <laughs> is so fucking good yeah. I can't miss a second of this movie yep and it just like it was so it was so incredible I loved it, and I just I was like, I need to see this again. I need to find an excuse to watch this movie again. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> there you go. Dude, very cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, thank you for, for telling us about this this movie. My uh, pleasure. Yeah, the, the, the first time I heard about Kurosawa was definitely Seven Samurai, which I still haven't gotten around to watching. So, right. But watching this has really made me mm-hmm. intrigued and um, I'm really excited to, to dive into his work more. So, and, and, and this was definitely, I felt a masterclass. I don't know how close it is to, you know, the, the end of his filmmaking career. Cause I know that seven samurai is a little old. So it's like, he's been making movies for some time and like 1990 is fairly recent. I don't know if this guy's still around. Yeah, or for not. sure. Um, I'm but into but it, now. It, it felt like a very mature work, a, a very like fully realized someone who knew what they were doing, and it felt like we really were just in his mind. It was cool, for sure. He knew he knew how to frame everything. It made it look so real. Even even the mountain. It's like there were some moments where you could tell they were on a set, but then you eventually just lost yourself because of how he framed certain things and how he put characters in different situations, especially what he did. Um, with that witch in that in that in that segment as well, really gives it very interesting. It is space. not his last movie. He had two more movies after that. Wow. Okay. But yeah. But it's close to his end. Which yeah. Is crazy. His last movie's in '93. There oh, you go. Wow. So this is towards the end. Oh yeah. yeah. It definitely felt that way to me, but in a in a very good way. In a very like, this is someone who knows what they're doing. Like Scorsese's new movie, I think is gonna feel the same way. Like Tarantino's latest movie felt the same way. It feels like someone who has finally gotten to the very bottom of what they're trying to do, and they're at the peak of their ability to achieve exactly what they're what what they visioned in their mind. And not a lot of directors get there. Like like PTA got there so early. I don't know how the fuck he did that. <laughs> that man was just came out of the game. Yeah, was like, like, what if I'm the greatest filmmaker yeah. ever to live? I don't. Yeah, he literally. He was just Seriously. like, I don't get it. But, I mean, but, like, and I get that because like I look at like my favorite director, like Gaspar Noé. His first movie is I Stand Alone, which is a really fucking hard movie to watch. But it's like I love first movies too because because yeah. you see how much potential and they're yeah. like and, and they're you see willing. The growth. You see them yeah. finding their voice almost. Exactly. Yeah, and I and I love that too so it's it, it's like first and last are so good and i you know oftentimes what characterizes you most is your first and your last so mm-hmm. like uh, your, your your very first movie and the very last movie you make so it's really cool yeah yeah i i feel like uh with dreams talking going back to that uh this i feel like the idea to have I don't know how many dreams was it did it say five or six I think it's no I think it's more than that oh really it's more than that yeah maybe it's like seven if I say I'm pretty sure it's seven it's a good amount of dreams and that like it's almost such a simple idea uh and it's such a basic idea like hey we're just gonna have seven of my dreams and we're just gonna film them eight eight of my dreams and we're just gonna film them and the what he was able to do with that in such a unique 
way. Uh, I feel like anybody that even tries to do this movie is just going to seem like a copycat. Like, yeah, I feel like we'll never see something as good as this in this type of it's like, form. Yeah. So perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the, the sections. And it, and it, you get one dream, it, it begins and then it ends. And you really get thrown into another dream, which is a, a totally different vibe. It's totally different. Like when you go, I'm pretty sure you go from the, the peach, uh, peach tree blooming um to the mountain right yeah right after and those back to back are so jarring and you're honestly because you see the peach tree blooming that's the second one i think you see yeah and that one you're like wedding like when when that when you reveal when it reveals that they are actually trees and you're just like so shook and you, and you're not even like you're like wow this movie is gonna be so good and then you go into the mountain one where the the blizzard one yeah and there and there it's just so like almost like frightening and like it's like it's scary and not at all ha- as happy as the first one no no not at all and and the first one isn't really happy either but it, it seems happier. It, it, it has these joyful moments, and, yeah. that, and the mountain one doesn't really that have a joyful all, moment. <laughs> it, it just like almost shakes you, like okay, I don't know what I'm about to get into, and it just gets crazier and crazier. And and then and then all, I almost believe like the last one isn't like even like it's crazy, but it's like not as jarring or crazy as the first one or the first seven it's the most realistic that one like feels like a real thing that would happen but and it's almost like the most special like yeah you like that funeral scene is i was saying when we were watching it the most like special and the best funeral scene i've ever seen in a movie yeah and i love how you also pointed out you're like there's that that water sound again it's almost like it's it went full circle because like and i love how it starts out with when you're a kid Mm-hmm. and you disobey something like you know the mom punishes him and he thinks that it's like completely not fixable because like you know the dream just ends right there yeah. it's like he he remembered it just ending it's like he couldn't fix the the sins that that he committed he had to go like cut mm-hmm. open his stomach or whatever it was yeah. um but in the last one it was completely different because it was um a man who just came upon this way of life and he he's reflecting about life as a whole and how this is more of of a celebration it's not something to be worried about it's not something to to worry about uh paying your sins or anything like that like i i thought i thought it was a really interesting way just to bring it back full circle and i just felt so at peace like by the end of that movie too like it starts out that way and it ends that way yeah because like it's you're right it starts off like kind of peaceful and as it as it progresses it gets progressively less peaceful because it goes Mm -hmm. from yeah you have the, the the wedding for foxes. Then you have the peach trees. Yeah. Then you have the mountain. Then you have the tunnel. Yeah. Then you have the nuclear bomb. Then yeah. you have the demons on the mountain. And yeah. then you're like, whoa. You come back. Yeah. And you come back to this reality where you're like, ah. Yeah, you're like, oh my goodness, this one is like, this is. And it's such a beautiful way to end it of like, this is the end of somebody's life. And here in this quaint village where like, nothing will change. Yeah. This place is is completely like immortal in time. It will never not be what it is right now. We don't view we don't view death the way that you have like almost like poisoned the idea of death. Yeah. Like in you, where where this guy's coming from, like death is that's it. It's horrible. It, you're you're dreading it and you're counting down the minutes because you know it's coming. And they're mm-hmm. like here, it's like it's a celebration. 
Yeah. Want to throw a party for this person that's like wonderful you, memories with. Yeah, yeah, you've worked. He was saying, like, you worked so hard your whole life. You're getting uh, congratulated for a job well done. Yeah. As a, as a funeral. I, I just loved when he said that. I was like, that is the most beautiful thing. It's so poetic. <laughs> that was like, this is how I'm going to do my funeral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. I, I, it, it'd be, it'd definitely be weird, but it, it like, to, to have that celebration, it, it was just, like, such a good reminder, almost, of, like, these people that live hmm. in a place that a lot of people would say they have less than us. Oh, yeah. But in reality, they have so much more. So much more. <laughs> they have peace. <laughs> they have peace, and, and like, it, there was so many, like, going back to the water, and I, this is actually even one of my correlations between the two movies, is just how... Um, the movies use water to present that like peaceful moment mm -hmm. of like th at the beginning it's just raining and you're just like watching this kid wander in the woods and uh, and at the end you're just watching this water flow through the the water mills and um, it it just like it brought you this like sense of like serenity the peacefulness that yeah it's saying, just that things with. keep moving and at least by the end I felt like it was more yeah. of a time will just keep moving. Um, whereas like at, at first it was more like serenity, which yeah. was like both, like both, they definitely reflect that for sure. And the it's movie cool. used the, the silence, like, like yeah. he, we were watching, it was like this place right here, it would be amazing to visit. We were looking at even places uh, to visit it. And, uh, just the, how the movie just used that, that silence to even like suck you in. We're like, all right. Yeah, a lot. Imagine this. A lot of lingering too. It yeah. just like oh, the, yeah. like he he likes to just show something and just let it go. But yeah. it works because it feels like it. Every dream feels like a dream. It yeah. doesn't feel like oh, this is a movie about a dream. It's like this is how the dream would play out. Yeah, yeah. like if you were having it. Like there's a there's like a scene where um. And it's in the peach tree one where, like, the peach trees all die and there's the one little peach tree left and the kid just stares at it. And for, like, yeah. 45 seconds, the camera just looks at this kid making a bunch of disgruntled faces at the tree before freeze-framing and then just going to the next yeah. thing. It's like, that feels exactly like something that would happen in a tree. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's really cool whenever someone can really nail that, that, that feeling of there's something awry here but it's not a dangerous thing it's just it's definitely not reality there's something yeah. different here absolutely so yeah it was great i mean uh, did you guys have any favorite dreams mine is the tunnel personally the tunnel, the tunnel is so oh, ominously so quiet and bone chilling and i so i'm assuming the director served in the military so i don't know i didn't do a lot of research on kurosawa i'd love to even look that up because that 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 makes it even seem like a more of a personal thing. Oh, I mean, right. Like yeah. a general. That's true. That's awesome. Or, like, yeah, it may have just been a yeah. dream, too, about, about a character, which is really interesting, but... Yeah. I also want to know how he compiled these dreams, too. Like, does he does he journal? Does he... Is, is there a practice involved, maybe, where he's like, I started having dreams and I just wanted to pay attention to them, or maybe it's just these are the ones that I vividly remember, and I, I've just kind of carried them with me throughout my life which is still really cool and i kind of feel like that's what it what it is personally right. that it was like these were dreams throughout my life that have stuck with me because we i feel like we all have had dreams in our life that like we had them at a young age we could still remember them like minute for minute beat for beat minute for minute yeah, yeah. but there's always going to be little gaps in that memory where you're like i know like 90 percent of it but there's these little black holes in this dream that i don't fully remember but they're not necessarily integral to what was yeah. going on in the dream 
Which, I mean, technically, the black holes are just the, the ending <laughs> of each one, because everything just ends, like, kind of abruptly. There's mm-hmm. no, like, and it's resolved. It's yeah. just moving it's on. It's over. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's done. It's it said what it, what it needed to say, which is very dreamlike, for sure. How did yeah, we feel great. about Martin Scorsese as Vincent Van Gogh? <laughs> I thought that that it worked, and I actually liked his makeup a lot. I was wondering yeah. how they were going to make his face look a little bit more Van Gogh-y. And I think that it, that that it worked. It was it was a weird take to have him yeah. also talk in English. It kind of made him and like I love how like the first ladies that he speaks to, they're speaking in in the in the right dialect. And then, but they they mentioned that he was just like in you know yeah. the the ins, the insane, insane asylum. asylum. So it it kind of starts you off on this footing that's like already this guy is different. And, yeah, yeah, and I I I haven't seen. You know, the only other portrayal that I know of of Vincent Van Gogh is um, why we Willem do it. Willem, yeah, for, and it's like at Eternity's Gate, I think is what it is, yeah, what it's so. called. Um, but never saw it. After watching this, though, I was like, wow, that that would be a really interesting character if that if that's really the how Vincent Van Gogh like interacted with the world. I thought that was really interesting, and it was just cool, and I thought that it was a. Uh, very quick it was yeah. it, it was the quickest dream yeah i, I don't think I it was trying to even tell you anything about vincent van gogh right as much as it was just like this man was in vincent van gogh's paintings i love yeah. i love how it really did convey that that feeling of i'm in a museum and i'm trying to put myself in there in their yeah. shoes yeah and it was and it was really really interesting it almost felt like a daydream of sorts where honestly it's like yeah. it's like he was at the museum, this is what he thought, looking yeah. at these five paintings. Man, and the set design for all of those all of those dreams, especially the Vincent Van Gogh one, is, yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Like Yeah. They're all <laughs> they're all beautiful. The mountain I thought was just handled so well. Yeah. Um, that one was was my personal favorite for sure. Once those cherry blossoms start flying in that in that scene with um like in the in the peach tree one, I bet I'm like, holy shit. Like this is crazy. Yeah. The dance number, all of it—it's just so—it's it, extravagant, but yeah. it's so good. And then, and most movies aren't going to give you that full scene, right? They would cut around, move, move yeah. on. Like, like I'm thinking about like Indiana Jones with the the opening scene with that big dance number that's almost as glamorous as right. this. They cut it too soon, I think. You know, you get a lot more here, and then it and then it cuts to the trees of them being dead and rips your soul out it does i think that's probably my favorite one what about you man what was your favorite the mountain yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. the mountain was yeah so good i I loved it the ghost at the end how they just handled it i i i've seen things like that before it's such a good effect but yeah it's just how they how they handled her and um how they handled the, the you know of course like the the false ending i loved as well i thought that was really cool i thought that it really does put an interesting perspective on even even your name, like and and that and the, and the mountain is how I kind of saw the correlation between the two movies. So I'm stoked to even get into that. So hell yeah, dude! What are we thinking? We're gonna give dreams. I'm thinking it's it's easy for me. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna give it a five. Like I think I think it's. Really I think I'm good. giving it a five. I don't know how I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like I don't. It's like I keep on trying to find ways on how. Maybe it's a four and a half. You have you got some blood on the demon mountain. Yeah, but so it's you were like, good there. Yeah, and it's it, it it's met everything, and it's it's just once again, it's really hard for me to to knock a director so deep in their craft. Yeah, yeah, and to make something this 
good. It's it's just there's really little to no at least for me there's I little had, to no reason to really knock it. I had initially given it a four and a half, and it was initially because I I, I felt like the. It was I think the first time I saw it, I didn't like the demon one that much. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one like went on for a really long time. And it, I was like, I don't understand does, like where this is coming yeah. from. And watching mm-hmm. it that second time, I was like, no, this is like this is like displaying like I too I also have these nightmares and yeah. they're very they're very jarring. And at the end when like he starts running and then it just fades away, it's like you're having this nightmare where all you can do is run. That's it. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And that shot is crazy. Like him running down that before he is about to eat it too, yeah it looks like which yeah. is kind of funny it feels like a dream because that's the moment you die or you get knocked out or right you, yeah, yeah it's like so that's when dream, a nightmare i didn't even cut. think about that honestly yeah dude. but yeah i think this time around like what and again watching it like on the big screen with the big sound like it just it came to life like it was yeah. that is the way to watch this if you guys are going to go out of your way to watch this movie try to watch it on on as big a screen as possible do not watch it on your phone yeah, do don't, not don't watch, watch this on, on your phone you may not yeah. like it on your phone yeah yeah it, it, it would won't be, work it would be like watching like a blade runner 2047 on your phone it's like that's 2049 just, 2049 but that's okay <laughs> just <laughs> a couple me. years later fake arrival fan over yeah. here <laughs> Forgive me, uh, Denny, for I have sinned. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, great movie, guys. I, I like thank you yeah. so much, Nick, for the for the yeah. recommendation. My my privilege, bro. Let me so good. let me hit you with my second recommendation for this dude. Week. Yes, your name, which honestly, like I, you know, being anime and it being a musical. I'm just kidding. It was not a musical. <laughs> not a musical. Lots uh, of dancing, lots of singing. There were some songs in it, but, but it wasn't like musical. Bob, I love yeah. the songs. No, it was more like, um, kind of like an extend, you know, a little uh, extended episode of like an anime almost. It had, you know, an intro song, right? It had an outro song. It had an intro, an, an an interlude song in a way. So it, it, but I liked it. It was handled really well. So why don't you tell us what your name is about? Your name. It was directed by Mikado Shinkai. The sum. It doesn't have a tagline. So so the summary just follows. High schoolers. Misua and Taki are complete strangers living separate lives, but one night they suddenly switch places. Misua wakes up in Taki's body and he in hers. This bizarre occurrence continues to happen randomly and the two must adjust their lives around each other. I love that because that's the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie and then yeah. like that is not the movie anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was trying to to pitch this movie to Hannah and I was like, I'm just going to pitch it just like that. It's like they, they just switch bodies and they just try to, you know, figure it out from there. It's like She should definitely watch it. Like it is such a... I think she would like that. Yeah, this is such a good, 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 good movie. It was good. <laughs> Dude, the first the the first thing I want to bring up is just the the uh, soundtrack. I thought I thought it was fun, you know, yeah. very very modern, yeah, you know, guitar sounding. It was it, it it was great. Um, lots of finger picking and, and stuff that 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 sounds really cool. Kind of like uh, what's that band? Poly, I don't know. Polyphia. What, yeah, Polyphia. Yeah. It's not as hard, technical, yeah, or yeah, anything like that. But um, kind of reminded me of of similar vibes to that. So it was it was it was really fun. I, okay, so, had, and you guys had never seen this movie. No, this was never just me. even this heard was just about me this movie. I have just seen five centimeters per second, so I kind of was ready for the a similar type of movie. So, right. But that that was it. I was so excited to, to rewatch this. And again, and not to keep bragging about the big screen, but watching movies on that 12-foot screen is a different experience. <laughs> different. 
the sound and and we watched that at like night right it finally was like pitch black in the basement because when we started dreams it was still a little light outside you could see the screen perfectly but like when your name came on it was dark and it was just it was funny like watching it with with both of you and i remember like two minutes into it joey be like oh shit is this freaky friday yeah (laughs) i was like i was like kind of he's got it like yeah he's got like what letterbox says this movie's gonna be yeah but that hooked me yeah, I think that's what's so special about this movie. It, it hooks you with that funny, like uh, plot at first, but then after that, it gets a lot. Uh, it gets different, but better. I it gets say. deeper and yeah. more like not shocking, but more like oh fuck no. Yeah, yeah I love the Freaky Friday p- plot. Man, I love this movie, and I had, I had, I read like a couple months ago. I read like the full manga series too. It was three volumes, and it was fantastic and it's very like shot for shot of this like the movie like there's nothing really additional added it's just like the whole entire thing but just in in a book format but i i remember the first time seeing it like molly was out of town and i like bawled my eyes out because i was like (laughs) i want to watch an anime that's like kind of sentimental and i don't know what to watch and molly had been telling me you need to see your name it's so good you have to check it out and i was like okay and it was i think it was on netflix and I popped it on, and yeah, like the scene where they're at, where they they meet at the crater, and he's like, he's like, let's write down our name so we don't forget. And the music's getting louder and louder, and she's and she starts to write his name, and she draws one line, and then all the music stops, and you just hear the pen cap drop. And I was like, no, <gasps> like yeah. I was fucking devastated. That, that, that was that was crazy. It was <laughs> it was it was a really good moment. Lots of good build up. That was one of my favorite moments, honestly. I mean, right. it was definitely very sad, but it was like, whoa. And and also, like, the movie doesn't lose momentum during moments like that because it's like, it leaves you on the cliffhanger of, can he still save her? So it's like, it, it's, <laughs> every, it's pretty cool. Every 10 minutes last night, Matt just going, can they do it? Can they save the town? Can they? I didn't understand because I was like, "Is this universe gonna allow that?" Because, because yeah. I was like, "I don't." It's not know. across the Spider Verse. And, well, I will say, and the the one thing you told us is that it's devastating. Yes, that this movie is devastating. And I had just seen Five Centimeters Per Second, which is a very devastating movie. <laughs> Does not end on a good note at all whatsoever. So I'm ready for that to happen in this movie i'm like there's no way she lives there's there's i just knowing that what nick called it and what i've already seen she's definitely dead dead. that whole time like that's all i'm thinking is that there's no way she lives they don't end up together i knew that for like that was what was going to happen but i was just there for the ride i loved it and then they didn't do that which I thought was awesome. It it makes you like a lot better. It almost like does the opposite of five centimeters yes. per second. Where like five That's centimeters per second like makes you like makes you love these people who so adamantly love each other. Yeah. And then just tears them apart viciously. Whereas your name is like you have these two people that are kind of strangers to each other, but there's just a mystery that they inherently need to solve. Yeah. And then they like in solving this mystery. They're, they are reunited later. And, like, that that scene of them, like, running across Tokyo to find each other at the end, like, is very similar to five centimeters per second. Yeah. But in, like, the alternate universe where the train doesn't go by. And yeah. everybody is happy. <laughs> and it even does the same scene where they walk past each other. Yeah. And they get that weird feeling as they walk past each other. And I was like, "Oh no, they're not—they're not about to do it to me again, are they?" They're about to get your ass a second time. <laughs> but but luckily they didn't do it as bad, and and I thought that was a lot better 
in this movie. I thought that it was uh, kind of like a, a cool twist on the, the classic ro- romance ending, which was like, you know, yeah. the characters do end up together. But usually in like a normal blockbuster romance movie, it's usually like shoehorned in there. It's like no matter what's going on, you know, no matter how much we nail down that the guy is going to New York for his new job, right. there's yeah. he, he's going to end up not getting on the plane or like yeah. he's going to end up not getting on the train or like whatever it is. So at least this one, it gave you the, that moment, but it was a lot, it was a lot more satisfying. I felt, you know, if like the characters came back and they were drawn to each other for, it was still an unknown reason I still feel like it, that's kind of funny how like it still touches on that. Like a lot of romance movies, stuff happens and you can't really explain it, mm-hmm. which maybe that's what they're trying to do. But I, I didn't feel like that was really accomplished until I saw your name. And it was, it was just really cool to, to come to that through through this movie because it does a lot of things right. It's very yeah, beautiful. For sure. Like they almost fall in love through like their notes, pad, their notepad on their iPhone or their phone. Yeah. It's like that's how they really get to know each other, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. They got to know each other through they, themselves taking notes on their yeah. lives to like yeah. help somebody else live their life. Creating such a bizarre relationship it's with each weird. other. Yeah. To like discover who they are as people. They discover like who they are as people and who they wanted to be moving forward. And it's just, it is interesting how the plot, like, it do- it flips over on itself. Yeah. Because you're like, it's a Freaky Friday thing. And then he's like, well, but then one day we just stopped switching bodies. Yeah. And he's like, I got to find her. And then you find out the town was destroyed during the meteor shower she was talking about. And that scene, too, where it's like her looking out over the sky and then you just see the first meteor hit and then like five more come rushing at her. You're like, holy shit, no way. Yeah. <laughs> and then he finds her name. She's dead. And he's just the determination from there. Of like, no, like something is something is happening here and I have to figure it out. And it's just... It flips you, it takes you for that first turn, and then it takes you for the second turn when you find out that three years ago, she did go to visit Tokyo to find him, mm-hmm. and then she dies, but that's where he gets her headband, and it's just like, this is so smart. This is such a wildly original and great movie. It looks great, the soundtrack is great, Radwimps does the soundtrack, it's beautiful, and it's just, I definitely didn't cry this time, but that first time, man, I was just like, Fuck. Yeah, especially Holy at the end. I was God. Like, wow. Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. I know that I'm sounding like a total loser over this movie right now. It's a good movie. I love this yeah, movie this so much, and I love this director. I he he just did Suzume, which I loved. He's really I've seen. I think there's only one of his movies now that I haven't seen. I think it's Children Who Chase Lost Voices or something like that. I haven't seen that one, and there's only been one movie that he did that I didn't like. And it's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's 45 minutes. It's called Garden of Words. And it is the most, like, oh, movie I feel like I've ever seen. It's, like, it's about this kid who's, like, I think in 10th grade. And he goes to the bus stop every day to go to school. And when he's waiting there, there's a woman there who's totally, like, 28. (laughs) (laughs) And they spark up a friendship because he starts drawing her feet. And when she brings up why oh. you're doing that, he's like, oh, I'm a cobbler. I want to make shoes. And the movie's just him drawing this woman's feet. And then she, like, invites him to his her apartment. And, like, nothing, like, happens. But, like, she brings up, like, hey, like, we're friends. But, like, I don't... Obviously, like, the thought of us having, like, a romantic relationship is ridiculous. And you shouldn't feel that way. And he storms out. 
freaks out. And then, like, she chases after him in the rain, and they have, like, a big hug. And then the movie ends. It was, like, licorice pizza, but, like... Oh, don't compare it to licorice pizza. Infinitely less charming. Oh. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. I love how, how, like, directors can't get away from that that story of, like, the older woman who wants, like, the younger man. Which, like, even in your name, they even have some elements of that with, with, with the... Like the, the manager of the restaurant yeah, with Taki. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, wants to get with Taki. Like, Taki's I didn't like really know the age different. Yeah, like but like, but she I mean, definitely. He, he constantly calls her like, but miss. Like, yeah. she's she's definitely older than him. Yeah, and there and there's even a moment where like, he he doesn't say miss, and like one of the other workers like corrected him. Yeah. I was like, that's that's miss. So yeah, you're, and he brings it up at the end too, where he's just like, oh yeah, last time I saw you, I was still in high school, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's odd, but I mean, it's yeah, whatever. I yeah. mean, like, you know, I, it was the movie doesn't slate. doesn't linger on it, so it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I it wasn't it wasn't distracting at all. Um, I, I thought that, uh, but what watching both these movies back to back, Dreams and Your Name was such a good double feature honestly i thought i thought it was great i thought so. that i was like just like shooting my shot but when i was like yeah. hey we should watch these movies together but like watching them i was like there's a lot more correlation here than i than i had mm-hmm. anticipated I so as well. like Seriously, you have these movies that are both like really like rooted in in dreams and the potential that you have in these dreams which are kind of almost limitless mm-hmm. in what you can do and you see like these you like you brought up like water was this place of peace, and mm-hmm. in the movie like where um where she lives like it's just this big like lake town, it's yeah. like it's a lot like the the watermill village at the end of of dreams where it's just this peaceful place and she's unhappy mm-hmm. being here and he's in Japan he's in Tokyo and he is not like thrilled with wherever his life is at right now, mm-hmm. and you just see like the cultural impact of these two places and these two characters that are dreaming of these lives that means something to them that helped them figure out who they are and I, and I believe that like Kurosawa made made dreams to almost display like this is this is me like you said this is the rawest I can get right here this is what I have to present this is what my mind is like that would be my that, if, I, if, I, yeah. if I'm shooting correlation wise no too yeah, early, yeah but like I, that I that's how that. I that's I how I perceive that. that I think yeah I think that, that, that that's great um I, I a lot of connection that 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 I felt was just more my takeaway from from both movies, which is more, I I just love how you don't really know when the the dream is over or it, when it's begun or it's like your name I think touches on this concept more obviously like especially with them feeling like there's this connection like why do I have this connection to the, to, to this person is where it starts. And then they start to form a really deep connection. And then it's also ripped from them as well, where mm-hmm. they, they can't remember each other's names, but they're left with this impression. And oftentimes that's what dreams do is they were so impactful, but all we get from them are just these impressions. And it's really interesting how um, even life is like that too. Like, you know, we're only left with, um, not only our memories but it's like just the experience of being there and like reflecting on that yeah um that's often all we have to not in a weird you know philosophical way but like that's all we have to go on and i like how how both those how both these movies 
Um, Dreams has some some nightmarish moments, but but it also has. I think it 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 ends on such a cool reflection, and I think that your name does does the same thing. It, it has its devastating moments, but it also has its very hopeful moments too. Definitely, and, and I really like how how it how it ends on that on that note of there is somebody out there. It's not so much that there is somebody out there who who you'll have the, this connection with, but it's when you have that that connection, it's almost like it, it transcends. Yeah, everything. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. Damn, that was yeah. deep. <laughs> yeah. Getting real philosophical here on the on the dream state episode. Dude, I mean, it was two two great movies. So I thought I thought that I'm I'm they really still worked. surprised. I was really ready for you to be like, it was fine. Yeah, I was nervous about your name, especially. Yeah, I thought you'd like Dreams, but I was like, he's going to shit on this movie. I'm going to freak out, man. <laughs> if no, you I liked, liked it, your name, you probably would like five centimeters per second. Yeah, I don't I don't see why, say when, why I wouldn't. Say yeah. when. And I I actually cool. regret not watching Susan May on in theaters now. Dude, believe me, when it comes out, I'm going to own it, and we can watch it on that screen. Yeah, I know. And no dipshit's going to sit in front of you. And, exactly. And, and be old and stupid, and be like, I'm going to sit in front of people at the movie theater. Fuck you, you stupid old people. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, remember when we saw a pig in theater? Yeah. I bet you your screen isn't much smaller. That's than what that I'm screen. saying. Bro. Yeah. And then that guy came in. Oh, like, my God. mid-screening. And like fell asleep during the movie. That that was that, that was, was rough. It, it weirdly didn't turn me off from the movie because that movie. No, rocks. I mean it, it was yeah. I mean the movie still. Rocks. It, kept, I was okay it stressed with it. me out. I was like, I need this. Whatever this situation is that they're creating, <laughs> I need it to end. Oh, for sure. I was like, <laughs> I hate this. But. And yet we go back all the time. Of course, we have. To. I like going to the movies, and yeah. I'm not going to let everybody that sucks ass at going outside ruined my experience. Yeah, right. Even when we saw Across the Spider-Verse the other night, there were kids there. Those kids were, like, totally fine. They were great. Yeah. There was really nobody, like, causing a they ruckus. They did a great job. During that movie. Did I you know surprised. the one in front of us was, like, knocked out for most of it? For real? Really? Yeah. That's Thank awesome. God. The youngest one. I, I felt bad because, like, man, if I was a kid and yeah, I got to I see this, yeah, I was I, like, I would regret falling asleep to this movie. Uh, because this would have been the kid. best movie I would have seen poor as a guy. kid, probably. Actually, that's not true, because I ranked Spider-Man 1 above it. Man, I... T- <laughs> but I will Fuck say... Fuck you guys, I was seeing go, a goofy movie when I was yeah. that young. Going back to that, though, seeing Spider-Man 1 in the theaters, like, just, yeah. a, just a nostalgia trip. Yeah. It it was so different than... It, just because I was so much younger. It's like, you left the theater feeling like you were you were Spider-Man. Literally. You know? literally yeah. It was you cool. But before we move too far away from rating this movie, yeah. your name, what are we giving it? Oh. This is hard, man. Cause I, I love I love Shinkai. I love all I've I love the books that I've read from him. I love the movies that I've seen from other than the than the teenager old older lady feet movie. I I think that your name is not. I don't know. I'm like there has to be something wrong with your name. There has to be something that I didn't like about the movie. And it's like there's just not. It's just so well done and so immaculate and original and i love slice of life and this is this is just that this is just a slice of life with a really like strong narrative beautiful animation amazing score that just makes you like makes you nostalgic for movies that used to tell love stories that you were like yeah man that felt great like i i feel like that's i honestly like that's why i watch more anime now i feel like it's the only way i can find like love stories anymore that i feel like aren't cringy and awful yeah <laughs> so it it's for I, sure now yeah it's a lot oh my god 
I'm gonna have to ah, fuck it. I'm giving it a five. Your name is so good. Nice. I, I love this movie so much. It is so so powerful from start to finish. I think that everybody anybody could watch this movie and find enjoyment in it. It's just so good. I really liked it. I gave it a four. I'm gonna give it four point five. I can get it. I I I do like it a lot. I just don't think it's as good as five centimeters or no. I, I think it's better than five centimeters. Oh, I okay, gave okay, that okay. a four. Um, so I'm gonna say four and a half, just because I do think it's better than five centimeters. I don't know if it's quite a five star movie for me, because that that also is like an honor. I feel like to me, like those are the best of the best, and uh, it is really good though. And it might one day become that five star. And that's, that's see, like when I first saw it, I gave it a four and a half also. Yeah. And then seeing yeah. it like on the screen with you guys, I was like, this is so good. Like I'm so happy that I'm experiencing this with, with my friends on the screen, like. So that, that, that bumped it up to the five for me, but no, I, I could yeah. totally I totally get yeah. that. What yeah. about you, Matt? I'm thinking strong four. Strong four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A strong four. I was waiting for to be like, it's a three, man. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have thought stolen was right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I was thinking maybe 3.5, but then I was like, no, like, I mean, four, it's like, I, I did I did really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's, it. It's not necessarily my type of movie that I would go out of my way to watch a lot. But if someone did want to watch a romance movie, um, this would be one that I would be arguing to watch more than a lot, a lot of than than a lot of other. Would you watch this or Crazy Stupid Love? This. (laughs) Man, the snark, the face he made, and everything for that. Crazy Stupid Love compared to this movie. I mean, dude, they're not even. I don't even want to compare them. I'm not watching. I'm gonna say it depends on the mood, bro. Emma Stone in that movie is like. The type of comedy that I could. All right, we don't need to. We can't hate on this. That was last week. We can't drag it. I didn't want to drag it too much in 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 that episode, but yeah, but uh, (laughs) two two great movies. I mean, and two like if you guys do want to do a double feature, uh, these these two movies back to back, great because it's like not too much of a commitment. It's um, under four hours. They're yeah. both around the same topic, so I feel like, yeah. and, and also if you watch them with friends who want to have conversations about films, these are movies that I think you're going to bring up a lot. Uh, it'll be good to watch them and just to have them, uh, you know, it referenced in your mind because they're 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 great. Definitely a great animation movie. We got to watch two great animation movies this week, so for sure, very thankful. It was beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Do we know what we have going on for next week? Didn't that, you ask for something? Oh, I want to do the ambulance episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Bringing Out the Dead. Martin Scorsese is Bringing Out the Dead. Is, is the yeah. shot, which I'm so excited. Hell yeah. Nick Cage oh, movie. Oh, I'm so excited. And then I'm we pumped. have Michael Bay's Ambulance. Very excited so for both excited. of them. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Watching both of those on that screen, maybe we can schedule another double feature because I, I, like, I feel like those love. two back-to-back would be How so long good. is... How long is uh bringing out the dead? They're long. Though. They're long. Yeah, that's why I'm like it. We're we're talking like it would be us. Two hours the bringing out the dead. I feel like ambulance is two hours as well. That's not that's not um awful. Yeah, two sixteen. Wow, ambulance is longer. That's crazy. Yeah. But I'm thinking bringing out the dead first, so we get it. Oh, I agree. Like and then a and Michael and Bay and crazy ambulance. I movie. would love that. That would be so fun. I mean, it, uh, once again, it's the shot in the chaser. There you go. This is actually kind of fun, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we, awesome. we are stoked for you to join us next week. Uh, you can find us on Letterboxd at Shot and Chaser Pod. We're up to date with our reviews. Um, looking forward to your interaction. <laughs> <laughs>
We might have a list on there soon. Yes. Yes. Look out for more lists. We are definitely going to talk after the pod and see if we can compile a uh, definitive yeah, list. I'm sure for we'll the, just like the, mash all ours together. Yeah, and we'll make it work. Me. What's most important is that Tom Holland will be at the bottom. That's no what's most what. important to me. Whatever happens at the top, we'll <coughs> we'll make it work. Whatever will be, will be. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And then, uh, if you want to find us on anything else, you can find us on Instagram. We are the Shot and the Chaser Pod. You can also find us uh, at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod Twenty Two on Twitter. Again, Adam, Matt is bro. Matt is out there tweeting like a fiend. He's Adam. tagging people now. He's getting crazy. He's unhinged. I'm starting to learn. Coming out of his yes. cage, he's doing just fine. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> My favorite Twitter account. Also, I want to give a, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Matt's brother Nathan, who has yes. started to make some Damn. like fucking hilarious content for the Damn. show. Yes. Thank you so much for all the love that we got on the Skinnerink video. Yes. That so good. He like sent that in our inbox and I didn't even I like I didn't like see it. I was like, oh Nate sent us something. I'll check that out later and I totally forgot. And then Matt texted me and was like, hey, can I post the Skinamarink video or the Nick Skinamarink? I was like, Nick Skinamarink video? What are you talking about? And I turned it on and I was like, oh my. I woke Molly it's up. So Molly good. was asleep and I was like, wake up. You have to see this. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Yeah. He, he listened to to uh, to our show and took samples of, of your vocals and plugged it into an AI voice generator until he could get it to say the right thing. Which is crazy because like so cool. every single one of those things I'm like, yeah, I would say that. That, that sounds so <laughs> yeah. good. Oh bro. shit, who put my love life figures on the ceiling? <laughs> it was so good. So good. Yeah, more is to come. I'm so excited to see what he's got cooking. Um, everything he's made is... So funny. So, so so good. good. So Kino. (laughs) Yes. Seriously, guys. Like, uh, hopefully you'll you'll enjoy the the content to come. Uh, We love all of you. Thank you so much for joining us again. Absolutely. Until next time, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Thank you guys so much, and have a good night. Peace.